Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. A large green dragon comes out bursting from the waterfall. You climb and crawl, sliding your way down. The chamber itself is has 40 foot high ceilings. You step into the chamber and you are approached by a group of elf guards. What what are you doing here? Hi, my name's Thea, these are my friends. Aren't you supposed to be guarding the entrance? We are guarding the entrance. We didn't, we weren't told that more people were coming. What's, what's the secret password? Are you, are you kidding me right now? Okay. Bluff check. Nat 20. So, okay, you're right. There was no secret. <laughs> what is but this? A clubhouse for children. You walk down a, a, a long, narrow corridor. Quit touching me stuff. You see three large Ettons. And he's stealing your shit over there. What the fuck are you doing over there? And she takes this huge club that she has and just starts wailing on the other one. Oh my God. I reach forward and I open the door. Inside you see about a dozen elves and one human. Is uh, Delane the human? Delane is the human, yes. Yay! The I mean, boo, one, it's not good, but yay! <laughs> we would like to get into Naren Vane's chamber, so we need you to create a distraction. They're, they're over here! They're trying to break in! They're over here! And you hear the footsteps of cultists coming down the hallway. You enter into... Um, what looks to be created as a lush living space. Kind of, I, I peek inside the trunk. Acid splashes from it. You Everybody. Guys. Oh my god, I'm so. Takes 5d8 acid <gasps> damage. Oh my god. <laughs> I am the worst. Thea, you're looking around and you find um, a secret passageway. You look around this room some more and you see a journal and it reveals that the green dragon mask is already at the well of dragons. And as you guys are reading this, you hear screams echoing down the halls from some of the elves, but you hear the loud roar of Kuth entering back into his lair. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We are a fifth edition actual play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Amy Moore. Yeah, I am. And I also play the Anastasia. And Tom Laird. Hey, that's me. Uh, yeah, I play Flint Firebeard. And Carla Johnson. That's me. And I play Nulara Moonbrook. I was so hoping I was going to be last because I, as soon as you started talking, I was like, think of something good to say. Think of something good to say. I saw that look of hope on your face, and I was like, nope, she's going first. Nope. nope. So you didn't get any gold out of that. That was your own fault. Well, we've been going now 38, 30, 30, 37 or 38 episodes. I don't know which Somewhere. one this is. But I think I came out 38. with one good one yeah. at one point. I, th- I think somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah sure. I had like a good yeah. opening. Like, did you know? Blah, 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 something, something. That's probably exactly what <laughs> it, was it was verbatim. And it yeah. was just as good that time. It was real good. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. Take something. So we, uh, we're a Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> podcast. 
and we play Dungeons and Dragons and tell a story. And if you like that story, which hopefully you do, it's getting very exciting. There's going to be things happening in this next, you know, episode coming up here. Yeah. That you're going to enjoy. Gee, spoiler alert, Russ. I know, right? You uh, Okay, you may or may not enjoy it. Hopefully you do. <laughs> better. better. But if you do, you can find us over on Patreon, too, where we have a whole other game going on. Whoa. And Tom's going to tell us a little bit about that game because he runs it. Tell us about yeah. it, Tom. Uh, unlike the, the one that Russ is DMing for us, which is the uh, Rise of Tiamat, this one's all off the top of my head for the most part. So it's been interesting to try to, like, write an ongoing adventure and not have it suck. And so far, I think it's going OK. Yay. <laughs> way, to, way to sell it. Well, see, I didn't right? know that Tom was thinking all of this stuff on his own. Me so neither. I would say it, that's amazing. I thought it was Doing going good job. anyway. Oh, well, that's yeah. very nice. N- now with this information, I'm highly impressed. Yes. We have that going on over on Patreon, which every month we release a dungeon side scroller, which is what that is. And then uh, when when Tom's brain runs out of ideas, we'll come up with another <laughs> it's game. coming soon. <laughs> I want to hear the sound that Tom's brain makes when it runs out of ideas. I'll record the audio and text it to all of you. <laughs> um, but after that, we're going to be doing a Fate Core game as well. So if you want to get in on all of that great stuff... Um, including every once in a while, we randomly dedicate an episode to one of our patrons, <laughs> who this week is Nathan Donahue. Nathan, hey, Nathan. Nathan's the best. Thank you, Nathan, and thank you everybody else for uh, for joining us on Patreon. You're all amazing, and if you want to uh, join us on our community over there, go to Patreon.com/slash/DumbDragonCast. And that's all. That's all the notes I have today. Is just talk about Patreon. Throw it to Tom awkwardly. Uh huh. Nailed it. Wrap it up. Bucket. Let's play D and D. There we go. <laughs> Currently, you are in a secret room in Naren Vane's quarters, what you assume is Naren Vane's quarters, um, and you hear the rumbling through the caves and the yelling of cultists and the giant roar of a dragon. <laughs> As Kuth has come home, what do you do? Throw him some sort of surprise party, and he hopefully has a heart attack from the surprise and just drops dead. I like it. I like it. But yeah. let's keep brainstorming. Let's. Okay. Yeah. Just throw ideas out. Yeah. Um, oh, we uh, have have a rope, and as he's walking through the door, he's not going to be looking down. We trip him. Mm. Nice. He he has yeah. a heart attack from the surprise mm-hmm. of the fall. We could just sprinkle some Lego out on the floor, <laughs> and then he'll step on it and, like, hop around a bit, and then fall over and have a heart attack. Yes. Uh, I was going to say we could write, open me on that chest, and we could poison <laughs> him, too. So if we're all going to be poison damaged, at least the enemy could be as well. Yes. Look in here with a big but arrow. be stupid enough to open that chest? Good stra- <laughs> they're all good strategies. <sighs> Perfectly normal chest. <laughs> so you hear... Definitely not poison inside. You hear uh, from distant from back down the hallway, because you've gone down some hallways to get to the room you're in now, you hear uh, screaming of what sounds like it possibly could be the elven, uh, uh, the, the, the elven guards. Um, you hear um, a commanding voice. You don't hear what they're saying because it's a bit farther down. Um, but you hear a commanding voice and then footsteps starting to head down the hallway. 
Wasn't our original plan to wait for Naren Vane and then attack him so we don't have to worry about him and the dragon at the same time? I believe that, so. I believe was the one, yep. Good. Let's stick with that. I like it. I want to beat the shit out of whoever poisoned that box. Yeah, that's who's to blame. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you guys said you weren't mad about it. You said, that's okay, Thea. Don't worry about it, Thea. Oh, I, I see No, we said happening. it like, that's okay, Thea. Don't worry about it, Thea. <laughs> Damn it. Hey, Thaddeus, you want to heal us up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could heal you. Tom, you have to pick which spell he does, though. Uh, what about Mass Healing Word? How does that sound? Yeah, you can do that. I will roll a d4. That is a three, so five hit points, everybody gets back. That totally makes up for the 20 we all lost, right, guys? Yeah. Right. Everyone's totally good now, does. right? Everyone's happy. Setting picture for you. You are in, like, a back secret passaged closet. Small shrine is in this room to Fenmeril Mestarine, the elven god of outcasts, scapegoats, and solitude. Hence, Naren Vane keeping this back here. This is where you found the journal. Through the door that you went in to get here is Naren Vane's presumed chambers. There is another long hallway that you went down that went through the cultist quarters and their kind of storeroom area. There was another room off to the right. Um, you came from the left um, that you didn't really go into. And what? you hear multiple footsteps coming towards the area where you are. I say we go into Naren Vane's room. Yeah, it's just the three Wait of us, him. right? Nobody came with us. Or sorry, the four, four. of us, because um, Thaddeus. Five. Oh, Flamekins, too. Flamekins, shit. Yeah. Right. Um, and, oh, no, six, seven of you, because you have Delane and Lasca with you as oh well. That's right. Geez. So this is Holy. like a, this is a this packed is a whole This is a surprise party. You said it jokingly earlier, but this is legitimately a lot of people. Um, sorry, Russ. Uh, the shrine room is just off his bedroom. Yeah, so we'll say that you three are in the shrine room, and um, Thaddeus, Flamekins, Delane and Laska are in his room, um, just kind of readying themselves until you guys decide what else you want to do. I would say we want like him to come in and then, you know, we catch him by surprise. So we need to like hide a little bit, right? I mean, I guess we don't if we're in that other little room, but that's what I was picturing anyway. You know, he comes in, stretches, kicks his shoes off. Sure. Immediately and takes his pants off. Yeah. yeah. Comes in to find new Lara in the bed. Oh. <laughs> twist. What a twist. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Flint, but it's been used. Yeah, true. It's fair. The joke. <laughs> um, no, so you don't want to seduce him? You don't think that would go well? I don't. I mean, it might go well. I don't think that plays to new Lara's strengths. No. Um... Yeah, but this is like a lot of folks. So so should yeah, some you... be like behind the door to his chamber and others stay inside the... That's what I would think, right? Yeah. Okay, so who's... Uh, sorry, who uh, you're, you're looking for places to hide or you are just... <laughs> I just picture us like, oh no! We've been talking about it so much that he's going to come in while we're like scampering <laughs> around. I'm giving you guys a little bit of... Because we're just okay. jumping right into this. So I'm giving you a little bit of... <sighs> Yeah, um, I will hide in the closet. 
um, because that's furthest away from the door. And if I need to cast a spell from a secret hidey hole, I can't. Okay. So you're in. And remember, Russ, I cast alarm out in the hallway. Yeah, that's just With gone Thaddeus. off. <laughs> oh, it went off? Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> just gone off now. There goes hide. Okay, so in Narenvain's chambers, there are rich carpets and tapestries covering the floor and walls of the cavern, uh, and also the log-hewn bed, a large mirror, and the illustrious trunk. <laughs> I want to hide in the trunk. No. There's so many funny places to hide, like under a rug. <laughs> behind curtains, yeah. tapestries. Like, have yeah. your shoes peeking out from behind the curtains? Oh, exactly. But realistically, I think uh, I'm going to, like, sidle up beside the door. Okay. Um, yeah, Maybe so he Flink could hit him at the same time. Can you guys coordinate an attack? Can you do that in D and D? So, so you guys are all in hiding place. Flint, where are you? Are you in the uh, bed? <laughs> uh, other side of the door, I believe. Much like, uh, okay, much so like Nulara. Nulara will say you're to the right. Flint okay. to the left. Okay. You're in the hidey hole, maybe with Thaddeus and Flamykins? Yes, yeah. we will be, like, the backup. Yes. Well, and then you can, like, hear what's going on. What, uh, is Delane still hurt? Uh, no, we healed him up. He got pretty healed up last time, so. And yeah. also, wouldn't Great. Amy be hiding in the hidey hole with Delane? Sure. Delane's back I mean... there, too. So Flint <laughs> and Nulara are the only ones in this main room. Laska's in there, too. We'll okay, put Laska okay, in Okay, because otherwise there's, like, a whole bunch of us in the closet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You guys have all found where you're hiding. You hear multiple sets of footsteps coming down the hall. The alarm has gone off quite a while ago, so it's like, why didn't they come sooner? Who knows? We were talking about where to hide. <laughs> and then, are you guys, like, okay, are you guys, like, readying to, like, strike right away as soon as something comes through the door, or are you going to let them come in? How many footsteps can we hear? Yeah. Make a make a make a check perception check. Okay. Oh, net twenty. Okay. You hear what sounds like it could be the sound of five or six uh, humanoid type people or creatures. Son of a bitch. He goes with an entourage. Sure. Yeah. As one does. Yeah, if you recall, you saw six cultist members be led from so you could get into this area. Okay, well, let's just start murdering, but try to keep um, Naren Vane. As always, we'll try to keep Naren Vane alive so we can (laughs) question him. Mm. Perhaps, yes. So uh, let's. (laughs) I was uh, thinking we wouldn't attack right away, but if there's that many of them, like, we're going to fucking attack right away because. Yeah. We want, okay, I, I want that surprise coming. attack. Let's roll for initiative. You guys will get a first strike. You two will get a first strike on whoever comes through the door first. All right. You guys are readying your weapons. You hear the footsteps of these things coming down and immediately stepping through the door is what looks like a human cultist member. So one immediately comes through the door, rushing in, and a second one following closely behind. Roll for your two attacks. That was a 26. Hell no. Uh, yeah. That was much better than mine. That was badass. Uh, both of those hit. Roll for damage. Excellent. 20. Uh, 12, 14. 
First one comes through the door. Nulara, you jump in behind him and strike him dead. Flint, you catch the second one in the stomach, and it splits and explodes into the room because he's running with such force and even cut into the one behind him a little bit. Tell me a little bit of the blood and guts get on Narenvain's bedspread. Uh, blood uh, <laughs> hits everywhere except his bedspread. It oh, seems like it's protected oh, no. by some sort of magical force. Like Scotchgard? Like Scotchgard. Okay, how gross is it that he put some kind of spell on his bed so that like bodily fluids <laughs> oh, wouldn't put such a... No, I like it. I'm rolling gross. with it. You, yeah, you... you. Vane's a slimy <laughs> God, guy. God, Vane, that told us a lot. We read his diary and that it, like, told us more than that. It kind of rolls off and doesn't <laughs> actually stick to the bed. Uh, I like that it. might be no, the grossest thing that's ever happened <laughs> in our yeah, game. Yeah, that is... Naren Vane, you nasty. Three more of these uh, cult members uh, run in behind, uh, followed by one larger uh, human, and we're into battle now. Nulara, you're up first. Okay, then I will attack the... I don't know, whoever's closest to me, so like cultist. Uh, one of the one of the <laughs> cultists, yeah. Okay, uh, so that is a 23. That will hit. Uh, 23 damage, which is almost Whoa. the most I could give them. Wow. So the good. one that Flint kind of nicked uh, with his with cutting through the other cultist, he skirts to the side but quickly catches your blade in the skull and uh, is exploded into another puddly mess, which surprisingly enough still does not get onto the, the, on the, the, the bedspread. The bedspread. Okay. The bedspread has legendary resistance <laughs> reuses of it. So there are two more of the similarly dressed human cultists who are running in and now towards you with their weapons drawn. Okay, I'm going to attack one of them. Uh, that yep. is only a 16, though. 16. 16 will still hit. Great. That is a... Oh my god. 11 plus 6, 17, 19 damage. These are like killing it, literally. These rolls are Um, freaking me out. We're just hiding in the closet just watching. (laughs) (laughs) Damn! One of these other humans now has a look of sheer panic as he sees his friend explode, yet not stick to the mattress. (laughs) As he connects on your backswing and you cleave him in half as well. Okay, Donnie wants to probably just try and like come chomp somebody. Yeah, sure. There's one one more okay, cultist close by. Is a seventeen. Yeah, Donnie. Double hit. Okay, so that is uh three damage. And then he needs to do a con saving throw. Fifteen. Yep, he's fine. Flint, you're up. So there's one more uh, of these cultists that's run in and was now bit by Donnie, and you hear slower, heavier footsteps coming down the hall still. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I'll try and cut this cultist down. Uh, so yeah, 22 on the, on the attack roll. Oh yeah, that'll hit. Oh yeah, uh, 11, and 5 is 16, and 4 is 20. 20 damage. Yep, that guy is. It's just you're in a room of gore now. Like there's <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love uh, if it. you want to get out of the gore, you have to get on top of the bed, though. So, uh, right. so the, the floor is lava. Kind yeah, of thing? 
Yeah, and you turn and you look down the hall and you just see a very large, muscular human coming down the hall dressed in what looks like uh, more dragon-style armor. All right. um, Should I throw an axe and then close the door? (laughs) There is no door. It's just a cave opening. That's right. right. Is there at least like a beaded curtain? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's glittery, too. Um, how, how far away are they, Russ? They're like 15 feet from the room, so like 20 feet from you, tops. I'm not opposed to running into the hallway, but then there's not a lot of room for other people to join in on this bad boy. So it's true. I'm kind of inclined to just let him come to us because obviously I think that's what he's coming here for. I'd assume as he just watched us like straight up fucking murder (laughs) so many dudes. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll toss a throwing axe at him and see if I can hit him with that. And go for it. Uh, that is a 18. 18 will hit. Ooh, yep, 18 will hit, yep. Excellent. And my sweet, sweet 1d6 damage is a 6. Nice. Woo! All right. That came from the closet. That was Thea in-game. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I know you're in there. <laughs> they don't. Uh, it's Laska's turn. Laska jumps in front of the hall and she lets forth her cold breath. Yes, you do. Down the hallway, and each creature in that area must make a deck saving throw at disadvantage because it's a five foot hallway. How many creatures are in the hallway? Just the, the one. one. Ooh, both of those are fives, so that's. <laughs> ooh. Super good roll. Yep. Yeah, plus three, so eight. So, yeah, both of those miss that save, so they take 4d8. Cold damage. Nice. They so cold. Chilly. So cold. So cold. My, oh my, it's so cold. I don't know why I was fanning myself as if I was hot, but that goes so worse. So cold. I'd like it a little bit chillier, so I'll move the air around my face. I'm trying to keep my extremities warm by moving my hand back and forth, but it's just cooling me down more. 16 cold damage on this larger fellow here. It's this guy's turn. Okay, so he charges in and he pulls uh, what looks like a, a glowing orb from his bag. And he lets forth a breath of green noxious gas into the room. And you guys take some damage. If I roll well on my ranged spell attack, that's a 17 at one target. Flint. Hooray! I'm yep. a lucky one. So that's a 17. That doesn't that doesn't hit. <laughs> Fuck. No. That was a lot of lead up for not a lot there. Yeah. It's alright, I appreciate it not hitting. Yeah, that's okay. Anyways, he's going to charge in and swing his short sword uh, as well. Um, And that's a 17 also at Flint. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I mean, we are going to have to fight a dragon, Russ, so, like, it's fine. What are you guys guys doing in the closet? Um, Are you guys just... A lot of air motions, like, like, I'm swinging a fake sword. Uh, (laughs) 
Nobody <laughs> should jump out. You're just going to let Flint and Nulara and Laska take care of it. Oh, well, no, of course. Once it gets to our initiative, well, whoever's... Well, Delane is up. This is why I'm asking. Oh, well... Well, hold on. Do you guys... Talking about this as characters in the closet while the first part of the battle's going on... You see that they are Delane. destroying fucking everybody that's walking through these doors. And you're mm-hmm. like, are you hot? Should we want to fool around a bit? <laughs> Should we just let them, if, if it turns, maybe we go out and we help them. But maybe we just let them kind of clean house and then we help for after. Well, because Narenveen hasn't come in yet, right? These have all just been like schmoes. Well, yeah, this this is like a human dude in armor. Yeah, so. we're just killing minions right now. I wouldn't be mad if they didn't come out. They can't know that, but I Not wouldn't be mad. Not to mention that they, like, maybe maybe once it all dies down, then Thea whispers, like, move the bodies <laughs> out of the line of sight. Because right. no one's yelled out. No, no one's been like, hey, they're like, no one's There's sounded the alarm. Going on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No one's had a been killing them so fast. Exactly. Yes. No one's yeah. So all of those people died in less than six seconds. So just yeah, put it that did. way. You guys are so badass. Because <laughs> we haven't um, even been through initiative order yet. Okay. Um, I, I squeezed Elaine's bicep. <laughs> <laughs> we had a thing. Don't you, don't you deny it. No, like, I said. Yeah. <laughs> Thaddeus and Flamikins, go find somewhere else. Uh, you ruined it, Russ. You ruined it. <laughs> Guys, I think we should stay here and wait until Nairnvang comes in. They've got this. Yeah, they look like they got it. Maybe I'll just kind of look around and see if I can find anything else in here. Sure, yeah. I like to look around. Don't make any noise. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's my strong suit, you know. <laughs> we need to be... The surprise second. Okay, so attack. let's say Delane, Thaddeus, and Flamikins, and Thea, if you want to, are investigating this room to see if you can find everything, anything else. Sure, we're just running. So everybody roll personal stuff. Everybody in that room roll an investigation check. Uh, well, okay. I got I got a one. But Thea's too busy looking at Delane's ass. A twelve for Thaddeus. Flamikins get. Seventeen plus. Oh, plus. <sighs> Investigation minus one, sixteen. <laughs> um, so in in this time, you're just kind of looking around. I'll tell you what you find later. Nulara, you're up. Back to the top. Oh, okay. Guy is now through the door. That is twenty-five. On that attack. Yep. I'll hit. 10 damage. Second attack is only a 16. He's pretty heavily armored. Probably doesn't uh, hit, hey? 16 still hits. Oh, sweet. Ooh. Not that heavily armored. Oh my god, this was almost the worst roll I could get. Almost. That is 6 damage. So we've experienced two ones and a two. Almost so the I got best almost damage the best and, almost and then the almost worst. the worst. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Balance. And, and then uh, Donnie uh, only got a 13. That will not hit. Uh, what if Flint, he's going for the ear? It, he's wearing a helmet. But Flint. it has ear flaps and he left them open by mistake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a 17. Uh, 17 will hit. Excellent. Uh, ooh, 22. Nice. Ooh. Okay. 
I math can math. Oh, I just stared at that number for far too long, and it, it was an easy number, too. If you could put in a long pause as you're editing it there, Russ, to make it seem like you <laughs> really struggled with it. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to so attack again. S- oh, right. Yeah, you still get a fucking turn. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, but I got a 10, so I don't think that's going to hit. No. Yes. <laughs> Your cockiness just... You glance off after you take a huge chunk the out of him. three I rolled isn't quite good enough to cut it. <laughs> yeah, so Laska doesn't use or recharge her gold breath. Maybe she does, but then she doesn't. Everybody's got theme songs tonight. I like nope. this. <laughs> doesn't recharge your cold breath, but uh, goes to bite the individual for a 13 and misses. You see the human uh, right himself and look like he's focusing very hard on to new Lara. He gets to roll with fanatic advantage. He's a fan. He's a big uh, fan of mine. Twice, twicely. Twicely? Twicely. So for the first hit, that is an 18 second time you've used the word twicely like it's really a word. <laughs> it will be by the end of this. He's starting to move Second it. one is a 21. So an 18 and a 21. Those both hit. So we get 1d6 plus 3 piercing damage plus 2d6 poison damage plus 3d6 extra damage. Son of a bitch. 28 for the first strike. Oh! Fucking fuck. And he doesn't get the extra 3d6 on the second. Hooray! Yeah. Uh, and then another uh, seven damage. Holy son of a uh, bitch. Five of which is poisonous. Fuck, dudes. So you guys are hiding in the closet, and you're looking around, and Flamykins yells, Hey! Hey, <laughs> yells? yells Flamykins first I yells, and then her. corrects herself. She said, Hey! Oh, wait, sh- Hey, behind these... Behind this statue, these eyes, these here, there's, there's, looks like there's a passageway to get in somewhere else. Okay, go check it out, girlfriend. <laughs> she pokes her head through. She's like, there's a bunch of gold in here. We should go get it when we're done. Okay, calm yourself. Okay, you guys doing anything else or you're just good? Okay, Nulara, you're up. Okay. The, the gentleman is not looking uh, overly good. He's bleeding from, like, everywhere. Uh, okay, so that is... Why can't I just remember what my pluses are? That is a 19. <laughs> yep. Uh, that'll hit. I think we should all have songs like this tonight. <laughs> 18 damage. Yeah. 18. Uh, so after this guy hurts you real bad, how do you kill this this long-lost lover of yours? I mean, I probably just chop his head off because that's all I ever want to do. I was going to say, you guys love it. It's very dramatic. With a quick, swift strike, you cleave his head off and the helmeted skull clangs to the ground. And he is also dead. And the room, I would say, is clear, but it's it's kind of a fucking mess. Like, you guys really got to have the cleaning lady in or something. Uh, I am going to do... healing surge i don't want people to use spell slots to heal me because we're going to need them for more fighting but i'm i'm down 50 50 hit points so (gasps) only half of that was the bad guys (laughs) 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 
I said sorry. What <laughs> do you want? Yeah, Fuck. can we can we all zap out a healing surge there, uh, Russ? Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't sound like anybody is coming immediately behind these guys. So you have a minute to co- to collect yourselves and what do whatever you decide. Again? You I use one do. of my hit dice. One of your hit die. What are you guys doing? You don't hear you don't hear anything coming from the way that these cultist members had come, which is kind of odd because you heard a dragon roar and kind of shake the walls. Uh, Flamykins told you there is a secret passageway in the closet, so let's pick up there. Guys, there's a there's a thing back here. There's a whole bunch of like golden shit back here. Okay, well let's look. Does it is it a secret passageway or like a closet in the closet full of gold? Uh, no, it. Uh, y- you look, and it opens up into a much larger chamber that has piles of gold and goods all throughout the the cavern. Guys, do you think this might be Kuth's treasure hoard? Could be. Seems seems like it. Is it is it big enough? Is it? Oh, it's definitely big enough in there that it could be what it is. You got that bag of holding? How much does it hold? Can we put all this treasure in there? I don't think we can. I mean, you could put you could put a lot of it in there. Just remember to take it out at some undetermined time. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, generally, we probably don't really need this gold. We mostly work mm-hmm. in a socialist system where we don't uh, really pay for a lot of things. What about like fun items and things that might be there, though? Yeah, is there anything fun? Can I do a fun item search? Are you guys Are you guys going into the room, or are you just kind of looking from the door? Can we look for like traps and things? On the way? Yeah, sure. So yeah, you, I like so how I just told Flamekins are... to stick her head in there. Well, yeah, you're just... Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I just yeah. see some no, golden no. shit. Like, there's a little bit of a pool area, but doesn't look like there's any way in or out to me. Hmm. So just a big treasure cavern. Like, other than making the dragon mad, which it's already going to be pretty mad that we're here. I don't know that... <laughs> uh, it's not going to be thrilled. It's not going to be excited that we just, like, massacred all those dudes. Um, I like Tom's, like, look for cool stuff idea. And traps. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's look for cool shit. Yeah, so this room is... Uh, and traps. Traps first. He is not cool poisoning anyone this Yeah, time. no, I, it's... We've... Things have already been booby-trapped. I know. Uh, Thea so, doesn't even really want to go in. Maybe Thea just waits outside. She's like, fool me once. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So who's going in? Uh, I'll roll the, like, look for traps and shit before I go in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, everybody can make an investigation check there. Uh, that is a 17 for Flint. That's uh, a 9. 9 for Nulara. Uh, yeah, Flint, you determine that the, you you can see no traps um, in, the, in the doorway at the very least. You can't see much further investigating in without going into the room, but through the doorway it looks like it's a clear shot. Alright, let's run in with our eyes closed. <laughs> Okay, who is staying behind in the closet? I will stay behind. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I was going to stay behind, but now it feels awkward. Third wheel. <laughs> right, I feel like Delane is staying behind for reasons. Yep, smooching reasons. Delane and Thea and Laska is, are staying behind in the in the closet. Everyone else, Flamikins, Nulara, Thaddeus, and Flint I'm going to say cautiously walk in and uh, roll an investigation check as you walk in there. Uh, 14 for Flint. And, ooh, like a 21 for Thaddeus. Damn, right. I only got uh, like a 9. Flamykins, 
Ian's got 11. You walk in, and this room straight ahead is about 120 feet down, maybe about 150 feet wide, and it narrows at different points. It's a, it's a cave. Um, there is a there is a pool that is, as you walk in, opens up into what looks like a 75-foot span. You look through the treasure hordes, and you see there's tons of gold and copper. As you're looking through, uh, you catch the eye of different uh, gold trade bars that Flint, you recognize, could be from Baldur's Gate. Oh, all right. Um, and could be worth a pretty penny each in and of themselves. Flint, you also see, sticking up out of the, the treasure hoard, you see a heavy crossbow, as well as a short bow on the other side of the room there. And Nulara, you're caught by what looks like a, a shining globe mixed within the treasure. I'm going to nab that crossbow because I think it would be a good idea for me to have a ranged weapon at some point that isn't just a throwing axe. Yeah. Sure. You are crossing the room to retrieve this crossbow. Nular, are you looking at this this globe at, at all? Or are you? Sure. Sure, why not? Okay. And you were walking over to the globe, uh, which is on, as you're looking, on the left side of the room, Flint, you're crossing the room. Okay. As you are crossing the room, you see a ripple in the water. And emerging from the water is a giant green dragon with a elven male sitting on its back. Fuck. Happy to be in the closet, (laughs) motherfuckers. Peace. (laughs) Again. This is me and Flint. Starting with Flint and moving across to Nulara and Thaddeus and Flamykins, the dragon lets forth its poison breath, and everyone must make a constitution saving throw in that area. Ooh, that's my good one. Yeah, 22 for Flint. 14. And a 20 for Thaddeus. Fuck. I'm taking a beating. And what for Flamykins? Ooh, 15. So that's good. good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so happy about it. Um, well, I'm not I'm not happy about it, so to say. So Thaddeus and Flint, you take half damage. Half of a lot is still a lot. <laughs> Nulara and Flamikins, you take full damage, which is fifty-six poison <gasps> damage. Oh my god. Oh, Holy my shit. God. Glad I healed myself a million. So that's going to be 28 for Thaddeus and Flint. Ooh, fuck. Well, Flamykins is immediately down to seven. Seven oh, hit boy. points. Well, I'm down to 24 hit points, so I'm not looking so good either. Roll for initiative. <laughs> oh, good thing I got that real high initiative so I can just get like right in there. <laughs> Uh, 10. 13. The gets a 1. She gets a 2. <laughs> uh, Thaddeus had a 19. And Flint with a 14. You are in what's called a dragon's lair. So, there are lair actions that occur. And one of those is going to happen right now. We all get healed 20. I wish. What a nice dragon. I love Koo. Such a good dragon lair. Flint, beneath you, grasping roots and vines erupt in a 20-foot radius centered immediately where you are. 
and that area becomes difficult terrain, and you must succeed a strength saving throw, or be restrained by roots and vines. Well, strength is my real, real good one, so plus four bonus, 18. Okay, so you are not immediately restrained, but it is difficult terrain. So that's half speed if I am trying to move through it? So that is half speed, and you have 20 feet to go to get out of this vined area. Okay. Thaddeus is up. Okay. Thaddeus, Nulara, and Flamykins are closer to where the secret entrance door was. Uh, The dragon is now in between where those guys are and where Flint is, so kind of in the center of the room, and Flint is more towards the back of the room from where that secret chamber is. Okay, so how far away is Flint? So you're about 50 feet from the dragon. Okay. Uh, Thaddeus is going to uh, call upon his god, Tyr, the god of justice. Yep. Uh, He's going to call upon him to... Get some fucking mass healing word going, but he's going to cast it at a fifth level spell slot, so it's uh, a couple extra d4s. Sure. That uh, up to six targets within 60 feet will be healed, and so that's everybody I want to be healed. Yep. So that being said, uh, so it's uh, fifth level, so that's going to be three d4 for everybody, plus spell casting ability. So that's 15 points. Everybody's getting back. Yay! So after taking the br- uh, taking a large chunk of poison damage, Thaddeus's hands and eyes glow as he mutters its incantation, and everybody is feels a little bit rejuvenated. Um, you mean people in the closet? Uh, no, you guys aren't uh, within. No. no, you have to okay. be within. No, they yeah, they'd be outside of the range. That's what I thought. Um, but everybody, everybody in the room should be able yeah, to. Yeah, so Flamikins, Flint, Thaddeus, and Nulara. Yeah. Yep. So it's uh, it's a dragon's turn. <laughs> Yay! He recharges his poison breath. Of course he does. And he turns and points at Flint, who is trapped in his vines. And he lets forth his poison breath. Bring Hunt it. All on top of Flint. So you need I to make I can roll that another con save. I can do it. Constitution <laughs> saving throw. That is a 16. You take 56 poison d- d- damage. Oh my god. Ugh. All right. Naren Vane jumps off of his back and Kuth flies up to the wall and he lets forth an enormous roar inside of this chamber and the walls shake and you feel a warmth. <laughs> do, do we just pee? <laughs> yeah. Did we just in wet ourselves? Your, Everyone pees. No, you feel a warmth coming from the garland around your neck. And you feel like you should be afraid at this moment, but you have dodged the frightful presence of this dragon. However, Delane and Laska did not have those. Delane and Laska aren't even in it's still the within, cave. Uh, if we weren't it, in range it, to get. Within 120 feet. Oh, shit. Yeah, so they are within range. <laughs> Damn. So Delane is not afraid, but Laska wets herself. Oh, no. And Aww. backs away. So she can no longer move towards the dragon. Until she saves that that wisdom saving throw. 
Delane's turn. Uh, Delane <laughs> steps out of the secret closet area and takes aim at the dragon and looses his longbow. He hits with his longbow. As a bonus action, the archer can uh, add 1d10 to its next damage roll with the longbow or shortbow. So he's probably going to do that. I bet he would. Yeah. He's a smart he's guy, a that Delane. smart Delane. cookie. Smart cookie, that Delane. So he gets 1d8 plus 4 and 1d10. So that is 20 piercing damage directly nice. into the dragon. He's going to do that again. So that's 19. That will also hit. So that is seven more damage. Uh, Flint, you're up. And uh, Flint, make a just make a, a d20 roll for me. Great. That's a eight. Okay, you're good. So you can take your turn now. Oh, all right. Well, that's nice to know. Um, I guess I'm uh, slow going out of these weeds I'm in, hey? Uh, yeah, so your speed is halved. So you got 20 feet to cover, so I think you're... you're you got a 30 foot, so you can only get 15 feet through these weeds. Uh, I actually have a 25. Thank you for noticing. You can only get... <laughs> Sorry. Fair I enough. will go uh, 12 and a half feet through these vines <laughs> and everything. Nice. Um, I will take a healing surge because... Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> uh, Makes so sense. Eight. Oh, plus my con, so that's 12 hit points back. Excellent. And I'm also going to use my second wind skill, which gives me a 1d10 plus my level bonus as another uh, healing factor. So that's another 17. 17 heals, okay. Yep, so I've got some hit points back. I'm three quarters of the way through the vines. End of. Oh, I guess I could, like, throw an axe at him, eh? There's a vaulted ceiling 60 feet high, so as long as you can throw it 60 feet plus another probably 20 feet, you're probably good. Uh, I can throw it 60 feet, but how about that fancy crossbow I picked up? Is that an option? Yeah, you could do that. I can give you some stats on that. Uh, yeah, it'll be whatever your attack roll is. Okay. Um, plus your proficiency, plus your dexterity. It's okay, it's so a range plus weapon. five. Got it. It's a 17. 17 misses, unfortunately. Ah. But if you were to hit, it would be 1d10 plus your dexterity plus your proficiency. Okay. So 1d10 plus 5. Got it. Guys, 17 doesn't hit. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Laura. Uh, where's Naren Vane just, like, chilling on the shore? He's uh, near, the, near the pond, which is, uh, or the lake, rather, which is from where you are, probably 75 feet from you. Well, that's too far. Come on. Yeah, I know. Okay, um, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark okay. on Narenvane, which just gives me um, an extra d6 damage if I hit him until he's okay. dead, and then I can give it to someone else. Yep. <clears throat> uh, and I guess I am going to try to hit him with my light crossbow. That is a 10, so that will not do it. No. And that is a 9, so that will not do it either. Also won't do it. Oh, I guess Donnie's going to bite him. He's not, probably, but... Nope, Donnie's not bite him, so that is a 6. Okay. It's just I'm hurt, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's understandable. Do you, do you move anywhere? Do you do anything? Uh, where... He says leadingly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I think, because I had started walking towards that orb, like, where am I even? Like, in the middle of the cave? So you've walked through the secret door. The pond would be to your, or the lake shore would be to your left or your right. And you have gone to the left. So you are about 45 feet from the secret, the secret room. And about, uh, and about 15 or 20 feet from this globe that you saw. Okay, I want to walk to the globe. You walk to the globe and you pick it up and you sense that it has some magical properties, but you can't quite tell what they are at this moment. Okay. Well, I'll put it in my pocket. Okay. Thea, you're up. (laughs) (laughs) She she says that she's cowering in the closet. Um, Okay, well, Thea's going to get her ass in there. Uh, How far is uh, Nair and Vane from me? Uh, so you have just entered the room? Yep. 60 feet. Nice. I'm going to stay at the entrance. I'm not moving any closer. Uh, but I am going to conjure Moonbeam. Uh, so I'm going to conjure it at my fourth level spell slot, which is going to make this thing 4d10 damage. But you must make a constitution saving throw. It's 21. Fuck him. Well, he will take half of my damage. 27. Half. So you can take 13 of my damage. Right. Uh, yeah, you, your moonbeam erupts in the chamber. Why is everything erupting in this chamber? Know, I'm to what is with the room. bed that never gets dirty? Everything's <laughs> erupting in this chamber. What is happening? Um, <laughs> yeah, your moonbeam comes Wait, to light. Wait, does the song Eruption by Van Halen play? Absolutely. <laughs> if it, it does. does. Get out of here. Um, it just so, says shines down. Yeah. You could also say the same thing. The moonlight shines down upon him and lets forth a glow of glistening light across the pond. And everybody is quite happy except Naren Vane, who took some damage, damn it. Good. Uh, and it's Naren Vane's turn. I'm hoping if we kill him, the dragon will go away, like the dragon's under his spell or something. Mm, you would think. Um, Wishful thinking. It's it's Naren Vane's turn. Yay! Hey, let's see what he's all about. He doesn't like that. We know so, your dad. He's really disappointed in you. <laughs> Do you actually yell that? Yeah, yell it. <laughs> My father doesn't know what's coming to him, and he lets forth an eldritch arrow after he moves out of the moonbeam. He moves out of it. He, oh, does he? He walks to the side a little bit, just a step mm-hmm. to the step to the left. Just a little shimmy step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a jump to the and right. jump to the right. <laughs> uh, no, he doesn't jump to the right. He jumps further he jumps to the left. Because then he jumps back into it. Yeah. Uh, and lets forth an eldritch arrow towards Thea. Uh, that might not do it. Uh, he gets two of those, but that's only a 12. No, that doesn't do it. That's a 15. That also doesn't do it. So he's he's busy dancing and out of his hands (laughs) come two luminous uh, arrows that kind of one whizzes by you and one glints off of your armor. Well, it's his own fault for forgetting how to do the time warp properly. Yeah. Right? I'm sorry. He took too many steps to the left. Laska's turn who has to make, uh, who cannot move towards the dragon. So Laska actually at the end of Laska's turn makes the saving throw. So on Laska's next turn, she will be able to go into the chamber. Flamikins. Yeah, okay. Flamikins is gonna do this. 
Flamikins is going to conjure, or I guess conjure an abjuration. She's going to abjure uh, Maximilian's earthen grasp. So she's creating a miniature hand sculpted from clay. It's what she's got. She has it in her pocket because she's prepared like that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> she's she always is, been prepared. Yes. She is going to, and this is what this does. She chooses the five-foot square upon, it says unoccupied space on the ground that you can see within range. Oh, the target. I think it means unoccupied, not unoccupied. Yeah, reaches it reaches for the creature beside it. So it has to be unoccupied, because then this hand oh. grabs at whoever okay, you're trying Okay, well, to she get. chooses five feet next to... Naren Vane. Naren Vane. Okay. Um, the target must make a strength saving throw, and on a failed save, the target takes 2d6 bludgeoning damage. And as an action, you can cause the hand to crush the restrained target. Sweet. Uh, sorry, what did strength? Crush him. Strength. Hate that guy. That's, his, note, that's right? his best. It's not his best. That's a 16. Against her... 16. If it meets, it beats. All right. Well, uh, it takes... 2d6. You got the flame again. Six, four, ten damage, so... Five. Five damage. So he's not restrained. He's not restrained. And then he steps to the left again. Um, No, he doesn't. Is he in the water now? (laughs) (laughs) He's he's treading water now. He's like, oh, his shoe's wet, and he's like mad about it now, because he's just not paying attention. Yeah. You see the dragon's eyes glow, and... Starting from where the entrance to the secret area is, all the way to just about where Nulara is, cutting directly on top of everybody in that area, which is Thea, Delane, who are standing at the entrance, Flamikins, Thaddeus, not Nulara because she's outside the range. A wall of tangled brush, bristling with thorns, springs into existence. And the wall is 60 feet long, 10 feet high, and 5 feet thick. It appears on top of those people, and each of those people must make a dexterity saving throw. Shit. Flamikins too? Yeah. That is a 20, but not critical for Thaddeus. Okay, it's a 15 for Flamikins, and that 20 for me. Way to waste a nat 20. <laughs> so everybody saves, but... There's always a but. It's always a but. You guys are pushed five feet from the wall as it comes into existence. So Thaddeus and Flamikins are on the Narenvane side. Thea and Elaine are on the secret door side. Well, we did all we could. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, you guys. Thaddeus is up. All right. What to do, what to do. And where is Naren Vane standing? Paint the picture for me where he is. Okay, so Thaddeus is on the Naren Vane side of this bristling bush. And he sees there's a moonbeam kind of centered on the edge of this lake. And Naren Vane is about five feet uh, to the left of that at this point. And the earthen hand is right behind him or beside him? Or? But I'm going to say it's like directly beside him. Okay. Um, and Thaddeus is 35 feet from him at this point. 
Excellent. Uh, and is there, like, water on any side of him? Like, where can Naren Vane uh, go? There's water directly behind him. He can go yeah. forward towards Thaddeus, or forward and left, or forward and right. Or okay. directly back into the water, if he's so desired. If that would be a weird choice, but... <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just gotta go for a swim. I mean, he just came up through the water, right? So That's true. He's it's all wet. getting chilly. I'm gonna take a play from the Rust playbook in our Patreon game and cast uh, Cloud of Daggers. Ooh, okay. Directly right in front of him, but also in between the moonbeam and the earthen hand. Oh, yeah, you will. And also okay. touching him, so it's it's hitting him, but also just in front of him as well. Sure, yeah. Okay, and I'm going to cast it at a, oh, let's say, fifth level spell slot. So it's just so raining daggers. I'm going to add a whole bunch of damage, or at least as much as I can. So yep. it's going to be... 10d4? Oh, I do believe. Yeah, because it's, well, it's 4d4 to start. Right? And then 2d4 every level up, and it's three levels up. So yeah, it should be 10d4 damage. Yep. I should have grabbed more d4s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. So that's 29 points of damage on your Woo! hand. Yay, Cloud of Dagger. Uh, so there's a hand to the left of him of a moonbeam to the right, and directly in front of him, this cloud of daggers with... It's like a blender. It's just churning up right on top of him, which is how Opal feels like it should work every goddamn fucking time. Every goddamn time. And just eviscerates his face. How can you eviscerate someone's face? Doesn't he need viscera? (laughs) It means your guts come out. Through its face? Through its face. It just... <laughs> it's really bad. It's bad. It's really bad. Yeah. It's, if it, his face had guts... They're out. Oh. They're out. So he is not looking super happy about that. We can't even tell, though. He could look but happy. But you can't. His yeah. face yeah. is gone. His face is, his face is off. It's Kuth's turn. Oh. Is it? Oh, and he recharged. How many turns Yay. does Kuth get? This he gets, guy. He gets one per. He's, he's exhausting me. Too many. <laughs> um, this dragon, so, I tell you. <laughs> we haven't even tried to do anything and had to deal with his legendary resistance bullshit. I know better than to try to control him. Yeah. So Kuth hops down and eyes up new Lara. And of course he does. In a line directly. Are you feeling objectified from... this time? Because <laughs> I feel like many people are eyeing you up. <laughs> Lands pretty much in front of you. And from a line from you all the way back to Thea and Delane, lets forth his poison breath again. Fuck. And everybody's got to make a saving throw of the Constitution variety. Shooting for, shooting for, she got to shoot high. Shoot, shoot make eight. it more than 15 or whatever yeah. point rolled and failed. So. <laughs> So, well, yeah. new Lara got a nine, so it's oh. not looking good oh, for her. Uh, Thea no, got uh, an eight. Wait, new however, Lara, do you not have? Isn't aren't dragons like your favorite enemy or something? They bullshit? are, but all that gets me. Look at, I already have the book out because I was like, <laughs> I'm dying. Um, <clears throat> but all it gets me is advantage on um, wisdom checks okay. and intelligence checks for info oh. about them. Okay, well, and I learned to speak draconic as well. I need to get lucky. I thought that's what happened in the closet. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, no, I'm going to use my inexplicable luck 
that is kicking in at just the right time. Nice. Um, to add to do this saving throw again to roll an additional d20. Okay. You can choose to spend one of your luck points after you roll the die, but before the outcome is determined. Well, yeah, I know what the outcome is, though. <laughs> <sighs> okay, that's a 19. Okay, so Fia and Delane save. Sorry. I'm is sorry, it, new love. What is it? 56? Is it always 56? Um, okay, so here's the thing. I can give you 56, or I can roll the... 16d6 and you can hope for all ones well that's fine I'm gonna die anyway so it doesn't matter let's okay. let's save the math okay so 56 so half of that for you and Delane which is 28 hey friends I'm dead uh oh uh Nulara you okay over there Oops. Hey there, I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. Thank you for joining us for episode 38 of Dungeons & Dragons, titled A Cloud of Noxious Gas. It's not looking good for some. Thank you. Yes, you. Thank you for listening to Dungeons & Dragons and our wild and crazy and sometimes funny stories we have going on here. I don't think I thank you enough lately, but we've seen huge downloads recently, so many new people are coming on. The Spotify numbers have been just crushing it, so if you're listening over there, thank you for joining us. We actually just passed 15,000 downloads this past week and are over the moon excited about that. So thank you for joining us and sharing us with your friends and helping get the word out uh, that we're doing something fun and worth listening to. Another way you can support us, as always, and as we mentioned off the top, is by joining our Patreon community at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. We just had our Patreon-exclusive Goog Hang last night as this episode is released, and it was a blast talking with everyone. It always is. And we want to see you there, too. Supporting us on Patreon makes the show better with each episode and allows us to do new and cool things uh, for you for supporting us and joining our community. We hope you'll check it out and join us on the road to adventure. Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Oh, and one final thanks to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere and music in this episode today. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com to bring your games to life. The next episode will be out back on regular schedule in a couple weeks, May 9th, but we've kind of left our heroes in a bit of a sticky situation. So let's go see what happens next. Hope it's okay. Have a great couple weeks. We'll talk soon. Hey, friends. I'm dead. All right. Great. Great stuff. New Laura drops to the ground. I go, New Laura! <sighs> yeah. Avenge me, I say as I fall. <laughs> I will, maybe. I'm not very reliable. <laughs> A question for Amy. Is this feather fan that you gave me that has... Uh, <laughs> Glass bobbles and is bedazzled. Does it do anything like amazing that I, you didn't tell me about at the time? Because <laughs> now would be a really good time for it to do something amazing. It waves away poison breath. <laughs> uh. um, actually, inside each of those bobbles, uh huh. Continue. Uh, I have cast a spell on them at the time that okay. they are each 
healing that heal you for 1d8. And there it's are like eight a little holes on your fan. You just all making this bullshit up and you came up with a D8? Jelly bean. Well, I needed it to be <laughs> not outlandish. needed to seem realistic. <laughs> remember? Remember Solstice? Oh, it was such a magical time. It was so such magical. A mag- we were all alive. Yeah. It was great. I love the fact that maybe on Flint's turn, he might like pull out this fan and be like... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm thinking about it because I don't have a lot of other options. <laughs> so write that down. 8d8. Magic. Okay, so Kuth, got it. Uh, use, Kuth lets forth his poison breath. Nulara, you see, drop to the ground. Delane and Thea take some damage, and Kuth flies up to the ceiling and grasps on with his claws. you got to make a saving throw to see if you keep your moonbeam. I only got 11. Yeah, you didn't make Okay, that's all right. That's fine. Yeah, so the moonbeam is gone. It is now Delane's turn. And he is going to... I grab his arm and I say, kill him for me. He's going to load his bow with an arrow. Can I hand him my arrow? Your dragon killing arrow? I pass him my dragon, one of my dragon arrows. Can I do that? Yeah, you can do that. He loads his bow with a dragon, uh, an arrow of dragon slaying. He kind of looks at it and is like, no, I got bows, but, oh. No, no, this one. Okay. For luck. Also, it murders dragon. I was going to say, maybe you can just tell him. You don't have to be coy about it. (laughs) Well, I feel like everything's happening very fast. Don't fucking question me. I just thrust it into his hand. He lets loose and he hits (gasps) with a 24. Sinks this arrow directly into the back of Kuth. So he gets 1d8 plus 4, and then the d10. Arrow's a dragon sling, so it has to make a constitution saving throw. Which obviously it passes because of legendary resistance! But it takes an extra 6d10 piercing damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful. Okay, so first damage. 17 damage from his initial hit. Uh, then 6d10, or I have to make a constitution saving throw, which he's going to legendary resistance save. But I still have to roll. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, just, I'm trying to help. Hey, Two, he's a dragon. Three, it's, it's his God-given right. Yeah. yeah. Six. Right. So 6d10s, those are all d10s. None of them are d8s. Okay. So that's 42. Halved. So 21 extra damage and lets forth a bellowing roar and does not like that. But he loads another arrow and he's like, you got another one of those? Yeah, I hand him my second one, my last one. And does it again, uh, but it glances off. The second arrow glances off its scales and falls to the ground away. Near me? (laughs) It's kind of in the middle of the room. Not near Flint. Kind of near Flint, though? Um, Yeah, not, not exactly near Flint. Um, so Kuth is going to use one of his legendary actions, and he's going to wing attack both Thea and Delane. So he. But I have my shield. <laughs> yeah, you do. So you're you gotta fine. Make a, you got to make a saving throw. So the dragon releases from the ceiling and beats its wings together towards Delane and Thea, and you each must make a dexterity saving throw. Do some sick flips. Thirteen. Well, there's that wall of weeds. It's not your fault. Delane gets a 20, so that's 18 bludgeoning damage, and you are knocked prone, and it flies 
uh, back up to the ceiling. It's Flint's turn. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm still in the weeds. Yeah. There's a dragon on the roof. Mm-hmm. And where's Narenvane? Narenvane is on the, from you, would be the opposite side of where the moonbeam previously was. All sliced up. And you sliced still have uh, seven and a half feet of vines to get through. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, yeah, I might as well get through all those vines. <laughs> yeah, so you move 15. And I've got an extra 10 feet to go get somewhere. Get your fan out. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> Get the fan out. I keep telling you about so the fan. In there. So you are approximately from where you are, you are approximately 45 feet from Narenbane at this point. Okay, uh, how far did that dragon arrow, out of curiosity? Uh, the dragon arrow would have gone... Would have gone... Ping, ping. I'm doing a little uh, mm-hmm. vector math here. You are probably 30 feet from the dragon arrow. It would be more to your right and to the back wall there. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to use my last 10 feet of movement to go 10 feet towards that arrow. Okay. And I'm going to use that crossbow that I have because I'm not close to anything. <laughs> and I'm going to shoot at Narenbane with it. Sure. Hopefully you hit him into, like, the hands or the... That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to find out. So that is a 17 on the first one. Hits. And what did you say? 1d10 plus 5? 1d10 yes. plus 5. Okay. Uh, so that's 7, so 12 damage. Okay. And I'll take a second shot at him. Uh, and that is a 17 again. Sweet. Yep. And this one, oh, oh, wait a minute. Let me just read something here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, no, it's only with great weapons. Okay, um, two and five, so seven damage. Uh, yeah, so your first one strikes true deep into Narenvane's shoulder. The other one glances off of his arm. He makes an, uh, an elven scream. How do elves scream? I, b- I believe that they sounds would scream like, someone, like any man would that sounds scream. Like, yeah, that sounds like someone would scream like that if they have a spell that keeps their bed clean. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, so he's so dirty right now, he's probably hating this. Flint, right? Uh, Flint, roll me a d20. Okay. Two. <laughs> Maybe uh, that's good. So, Flint, uh, you gotta say something. Uh, I yell out, I'm not wearing any underwear. <laughs> Uh, so Flint looks very confused at this point and yells out, I'm not wearing any underwear, which catches you all off guard, except for Nulara. She's lying on the ground almost dead. But everybody else is very confused by this. Nulara, it's your turn. Make a make a death saving throw. Go, Carla! Okay, I sure will. Ten or higher is what you gotta get. Okay. No pluses. Oh, that is a seven. No. So okay. you, you have right. what's okay. called okay. a failure. It's okay. I got two failure. more tries, right? Two more tries. Unless unless you roll a, a, a one, and then you have then you have one. And more then try. that's it. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Well, that was fun. Okay, uh, Thea, you're up. All right. Huh. I'm going to take. I'm immediately going to take a rare healing potion. Okay. So that's eight d four plus eight. Yep. I'm not fucking dying today you guys <laughs> okay. okay so feeling you know still really shitty um i'm going to conjure animal 
and I'm going to conjure up eight wolves. So you got to roll them into initiative. So Okay, so the first set got a 16. Okay. And the second set got an 11. Good news is you have eight wolves that magically appear. Where do they appear? Four of them appear surrounding Nairnvane. Okay. And the rest kind of appear like I don't around me, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Um, so good news, there are eight wolves that just poof, poof into existence. Mm-hmm. Um, bad news is they don't get to go until uh, another turn has gone through. Well, that's okay. Because they rolled higher than everybody else. That's currently gone. That's okay. So you're good? You're moving? Yes, um, no, maybe so? Yeah, I'm going to move. I want to move away from where I'm at, away from the door. And I want to make sure I got my shield So on. you're moving towards New Lara. Yes. Can I move towards her and give her New a potion? Lara is 65 feet away. Uh, oh, no, I can't move that far. But you can start moving. You can, well, you, you can move. You could make it next turn if you moved your full 30 feet and then had a dash action to get to her okay. for the next turn. I think I might do that because her first roll was so shitty. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to move towards New Lara. Okay, so you are now there. Delane is still by the door. We'll say that the wolves move along with you. Cool. Um, okay, it is Narenvane's turn. So you are, from Narenvane's point of view, you are obscured. Uh, he can't see you or Delane because you can't. He can't see through the thicket that is there. Um, but Thaddeus and Flamykins are there, and what he can do is attack them. Bring it. Oh, and Flint. Flint. He can see Flint too. Uh, so he moves. Flint's like, never please, mind. Don't, please don't, don't bring it. Don't bring please it. Don't, please never don't bring mind. it. Only bring it for those NPCs. <laughs> he moves away from the hand hand thing that's in the ground. Um, does he have to do anything if he moves out of range of that? Well, as an action, I can cause a hand to reach for another creature or move to a different right. unoccupied so no. space. So no. Okay, so what he does, he's going to release a poisonous cloud that fills... A 20-foot radius sphere centered on uh, Thaddeus and Flamykins. Um, the gas... Sure sounds like a stinking cloud. Yeah, so both of them have to make a constitution saving throw. 16. Uh, Thaddeus rolls a 19. 16 and 19 both save, so you are not poisoned again. Um, Hooray! And he yells up, and he just says, Kuth! What up? <laughs> And Kuth knows. Kuth knows what's up. He knows what's up. Uh, Laska jumps into the room and is like, hey, I've been here the whole time. What's going on in here? Oh, sorry. Can, like, giant winter wolves snap their thumbs? Uh, this hey. one this one can. All right. Um, so is she just a winter wolf or is she a person as a winter wolf? She's a winter wolf. Okay, I wasn't, I was never quite sure. She comes in, quickly surveys the room, and she dashes over to where New Lara is. Um, everything else is out of range, but she makes it to New Lara and is there as uh, guarding that position. That's nice. That's nice. Flamekins. Flamekins. Okay. First, she's going to take a healing surge. Um, while she she could move that earthen grasp thing, that's, that would be her action, right? It says Uh, as an action and that she'd be done. 
Yeah. All right. Well, she's going to do that. She is going to do immolation. Which lights something on fire. Yeah. Flames, wreath, one creature you can see within range. The target must make a dexterity saving throw. It takes 8d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. On a failed save, the target also burns for the spell's duration. The burning target sheds bright light in a 30-foot radius. (sighs) Uh, At the end of each of its turns, they must repeat a saving throw. She's going to do this on the dragon. It saves. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> oh, Why did you even roll? It's okay. They get half 86. Yeah. I mean, it's still something. All right. 23. So 11 damage. And you're, it's on fire. And at the on end of it. On a failed save, it's on fire. On a failed save, the target oh, also burns. Okay, fine. So it's not on fire. Okay, fine. But at the end of each of its turns... If it's on fire. Never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> I missed So the, the hand drops and Flamykins is like, Holy fireball shit! And flames wreath around the dragon. He bellows a roar that shakes. Stones fall from the ceiling. And it's back to the lair's turn. Oh, yay. That lair. So good. It heals us all full. It's tired of Kuth's shit. Totally. <laughs> right? The it's dragon locks eyes with Delane and they glow bright green and he must make a wisdom saving throw. You're welcome to make the saving throw for me so I you know, don't taint it or anything. It's... Too bad he didn't lock eyes with um, Thea because she has the chance to redo saving throws if needed. So. Oh, right. Well, that probably would have been good to keep you guys alive, but didn't happen. Wisdom, plus one. <laughs> Twelve. Um, and you see Delane's eyes glow as well. And he is what's considered charmed by the lair at this point. Neat. Thaddeus. Thaddeus's turn. All right, hold on. I'm looking at stuff. Do something cool. Um, Russ, how far away are uh, New Laura and the wolf? Say about 30 feet. Perfect. That's exactly as much as I needed to be. Uh, so Thaddeus runs over to New Laura, and as he's going, he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a handful of small diamonds and touches New Laura on the forehead and casts Revivify on her and brings her back to consciousness with one hit point. So enjoy that one hit point. So with a blinding light of, uh, of clerical genius, um, Thaddeus releases this energy into Nulara and her eyes open and she is back conscious, not feeling good. But conscious. Well, yeah, yeah. That was not yeah. the point. The yeah. point was for her to wake up. <laughs> uh, Kuth. Kuth's turn. Does not recharge his breath, but he hears the call, the, the call from Narenvain, and he flies down to Narenvain, who reaches into the saddlebag on the side of Kuth and see him chug a potion and hop up onto Kuth and yells, You may have won this battle, but the war is knocking at your door. Kuth <laughs> dives into the lake and disappears. 
Does that mean Delane's not, like, all charmed anymore? Oh, no, Delane's still charmed. Um, does a healing kit uncharm people? No. <laughs> does... Uh, no, he's charmed, so he, we're, we're still in initiative order. Um, so Kuth, and it's Delane's turn, and he takes aim at Thea. No, you don't, baby! <laughs> baby, No! Remember the closet? <laughs> it was like five minutes ago. He shoots Whoa. two bolts quickly at you. First one is a 20, not critical. Second one is a 13. And now, does my shield do anything for me? You are running away from him, so no. Son of a bitch. You still have a 16 AC, so only one of them hits you. I know, but still. Yeah. Still not great. Uh, so you take eight piercing damage in your back shoulder blade. Rude. And it's uh, your wolves one through four's turn. Oh, um, Does he not have to make like a roll or anything, or is he just like charmed? He's charmed. Can't like fight it. No. Jesus. All right. All right. Well, I stick my wolves on him. When a wolf bites him, he's going to be knocked prone. If he fails. Yeah. Can you get all of the wolves to coordinate and all just like lick his face a bunch? When he's down on the ground, so he remembers, like, that he's his old self again. Oh, wouldn't that be heartwarming? No, I'm going to go on to bite him, because he just hit me in the back. Charmed. <laughs> That's right, don't fuck with me. Don't, don't you screw me over. Thea does not take that lightly. So he's going to get attacked by wolves. Yeah, he will. So they go to bite him. Yeah. Which is, the first one's a 15, which doesn't hit. The second one is an 11, which doesn't hit. That one's a critical fail. It's all up to you, Wolfie. <laughs> Fuck off. N- nothing fucking happens. Okay. This is... The wolves turn and run towards him and just kind of surround him. Sure. New Lara, it's your turn. You have just woken up uh, from death. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so you are lying prone um, and have one hit point left. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to take a healing surge. Might be yep. good. Okay. And I am also going to... Uh, okay, I have a rare healing potion, which is 8d4 plus 8. That's what I used to make sure I didn't die. Okay, so 27 plus 8 is 35. Does that mean you have 36 hit points now? Uh, no, I did a healing surge as well, so oh, I right. now have 40 hit points. Nice! And I guess I stand up. Can you also throw something and knock Delane out? All I see is him surrounded by wolves, probably. Like, I don't know that he just shot you or anything. That's yeah. true. Yeah, so I guess reasonably I wouldn't just start shooting him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess that's my turn. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You'd just um, be like, lover's quarrel. <laughs> um, oh. Shit, sorry, I skipped Flint. <gasps> and your other wolves. <gasps> I'm sorry, I went wolves, wolves. Uh, so, <laughs> retroactively, Flint, it's your turn. You're, you just Excellent. yelled, I'm naked, or something. Yeah, it's really weird. Not wearing underwear, thank you very much. I mean, we all knew, but... Yeah, it's been well established. Um, yeah, I'll pick up the dragon arrow and make my way over to... Like where New Lara is, I'm sure. not quite close enough. I think, but I'll start going yeah, over you, there. You can get just to, just about to where she is. Uh, five wolves. Um, they have a really. They've got a speed of forty. 
Can my other wolves make it over? No, because there's a big thicket that they have to would then have to run through, mm. which would I mean they could try. It would cause a, it would cause pokey damage. Oh, I don't want to cause my wolfies pokey damage. They'll okay. come to the the opening of the uh, Thea. Thicket. Then it's your turn. Oh my god! I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna bitch slap him so hard. Um, okay, well I run over. I don't know, I like hurt him a whole lot. I'm gonna thorn whip him, and he's gonna take one d6. This is the this is the closest I can get to bitch slapping him. He takes one damage. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> maybe you like wrap that thorn whip around his hand and like prevent him from using his bow anymore. I well. What I do is uh, the creature is I pull the creature ten feet closer to me, so there's that. Did he snap out of it when I? Nope. Uh, Laska grabs hold of his other arm, or tries to grab hold of his other arm. Mm. Does so. So now he's held by a thorny whip and a Laska. Flamekin's turn. Is she close? She's not even close, is she? Uh, she's on the other side where Thaddeus was, so she's. This she's thicket's close really to, throwing yeah, me for a thic- loop. <laughs> the <laughs> thicket's there, so yeah, you gotta go like around the thicket, or you gotta cut through the thicket. But it's po- pokey bushes, pokey nice. bushes. So many pokey bushes. So many pokey bushes. I don't know what to do, guys. Maybe I just just let it ride and see what happens next. <laughs> yeah, she just lets it ride and sees what's going. Uh, we go back to the top of the order at the layer action, and his eyes flash green again, and he is no longer charmed. And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, what's going on here?" And he is no longer charmed. I walk the few feet between us and slap him. Like, uh, he deserves I it. Feel like I deserve that? Maybe. Point to my back. Tart. You all stand around, taking a breath, healing what you can, watching the pool settle to a calm still. You don't hear the roar, the rumble that came from Kuth as he left the cave. You look around and you survey the lair, poisonous clouds dissipating the thicket beginning to shrivel and go back into the earth. You look to each other, knowing that you came close to death. Lucky this time you may have been, but knowing that you will have to fight again even harder to make sure the cult of the dragon does not achieve their goal. Music in today's episode was by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. I read mine totally wrong. I thought I was writing in some sort of southern southern drawl. I see. <laughs> so I big, like where this is going. Yeah, it goes. Big spiders come. We fight them. Equal eight wolves. I rock. Then we find the waterfall, and this says this is supposed to say I do recon. Um, but, but I, I read it as, then we find the waterfall. I do reckon there's a cave. 
like, I do declare. So I do declare. I, I reckon there's a dragon lair behind that there waterfall. Did y'all see them spiders? Oh my. <laughs> we go in and I charm our way into the cave past the elven guards. We find Delane is all fucked up and taken captive, and we rescue him and a bunch of elves that have also been taken captive. And then we wait until Coos the dragon comes back, and then we're going to kick his ass, too. Yeah, yeah we are. We are. Uh, okay, let's go with Zone of Truth. No. Um... <laughs> Cast Zone of Truth. I am hurt, and I am a little <laughs> mad at... <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it was really funny, but... Don't feel well. It was funny in the moment, and then the next <laughs> section, we, we realized that it was probably a bad idea. Thea's going to lose her virginity if it's the last thing she does, and it might be in this closet. Flamingon screams, no! <laughs> Close your eyes, Flamingons! Thaddeus is just like, I've seen it all. Yeah. Whatever. I picture him uh, as such okay. an old hippie that he would just be like, whatever. Free love, man. Yeah, Free love. You're doing exactly. it wrong. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. You're like, yeah, it's my first time. I'm probably doing it wrong. Dump, 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 dump. Okay, so he. Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay. Sounds like a lot of good information, Russ. Yeah. Yep. Mm hmm. Good. Realizes they went to high school together. Realizes they went to high school. Laura? Is that you? <laughs> Oh, it's so Life choices, weird to run am into I you right? here. Yeah. Especially since you grew up only with your brothers. <laughs> am I your brother? <laughs> this is where your backstory comes into play. <laughs> Which one do you want this to be? <laughs> so for the first hit, that will be 612. You didn't roll that one. I didn't one, roll like that one. Son of a bitch. 612, 15. Six, you watch Keep him, Amy. You watch him like a hawk. I am watching him. Uh, 615, Um, Sorry, what was your damage? Uh, <laughs> what's your damage, Russ? <laughs> right? Heather? No, dog. Go somewhere else. Chew your bone on your bed. I don't have that many dragon sound effects that I can put in here that will hide that. <laughs> you do you, Paisley. Don't listen to him. It's really rude to say some unspeakable horror is going to happen and then make us wait for it. Totally. Mm-hmm. Some really crazy shit happens in there. Do, 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 builds do. the suspense, though. Do, 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 okay, so... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm We're in sorry. the elevator to the dragon slayer, so yeah. of course the girl yeah. from Eva mm-hmm. needs to play. You find yourself uh, erupting... You find yourself erupting. <laughs> wow. Sorry. All right. You turned into and a And this volcano. is where the podcast ends. We just recorded that other episode to give you guys some hope. Uh, <laughs> where did I put the lane? In my pants. <laughs> you put him there. Russ I didn't. Yeah. With no, consent, I, though. I, I didn't just oh, put him there. No, no. You, you was, it was enthusiastically consensual. Your weird making out in the closet while we were getting yeah. murdered. <laughs> you weren't getting murdered. You guys were doing a great job, and it was just super sexy. Uh, so Dangerous to- sexy. Uh, hey, did you guys know I have an option to re-roll uh, a save I fail? Because I forgot, but I'll keep that in mind now. <laughs> Good to Damn. know. Good to know. That's all right. We'll go for it. Nairn Vane must. Nairn yes. Vane must. Okay. 
Marin Vance constitution. Oh, he's constitution as fuck. Um, also, yet another time I conjure eight wolves who don't get to do shit. <laughs> it was worth the effort, though. Well, I think that's rad. what scared the dragon off. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Night has fallen. The moon is full. And we're inviting you to listen to Canada by Night, a podcast where professional improvisers play Vampire the Masquerade. Detective-turned-vampire Everett Fry accidentally becomes the sheriff of New Haven, an experimental town where they're testing if vampires and humans can coexist. Stuck leading a ragtag group of officers, the Bruja bounty hunter Val, the gangrel news reporter Evangeline, and the Tremere blood witch Doris, can Everett keep the town running? Or will everyone end up liquidated by the Vampire Council of Canada? Trending on global fiction charts and produced by Dum Dums and Dice, whose podcast Dum Dums and Dragons ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America. Listen now to find out why Canada by Night has been downloaded more than a half a million times. Canada by Night, its interview with the vampire, if it had all the characters from Parks and Rec in it. <laughs>